0: You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 75. I'm your host, master weight loss coach and author, Cookie Rosenbloom. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. I truly appreciate every single coaching session you attend. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Why you must have clear guidelines for weight loss. So get comfortable, get ready to be coached. We're going to dive right in. Now, why am I saying this? You have to have clear guidelines for weight loss. And what does that even mean? When we're making a change the softer your guidelines are. When I say guidelines, I mean rules for yourself, not somebody else's rules, which we all rebel against, but your own rules for yourself are your guidelines. Remember in Project U, we talked about creating guidelines for yourself, you deciding how you want to live your life, how you want to show up, what you want to do, what's okay for you and what's not okay. So what I'm saying in this podcast is that you really need to create very clear, definitive guidelines in order for any plan that you're on to work. Here's how it goes. You want to lose weight. You want to change something that you're doing, right? So what do you do? You make plans. And when you make these plans, you say to yourself, things like this, tell me if this sounds familiar. Okay. I'm really going to try to be good or I'm going to try to eat less, or I'm going to try to do better. Now, I know that you're committed. I know that you're excited. Even if this is something that you're trying for the 28th time, it doesn't matter. Every time that you try to do this may be that one step closer and closer to what you want. But listen to the way that you're talking about what you're going to do these are not clear guidelines. These are very soft, flexible guidelines. And in a lot of parts of life, it's really good and important to be flexible. But when you want to change something, this doesn't work. Now, here's why it does not work to be so soft and to just say, I'm going to try to be good. There's two main reasons why it doesn't work. One is, what do these good-intentioned, well-intentioned statements actually mean? They're very, very vague. How do you know when you're being good? What is good? And what is bad? What does it mean when you have a slip? Does that mean that you've now done something bad, so you're a bad person? And what does it mean if you've been good? Does that mean you followed all the rules and you ate a certain amount of food? Good or bad, or eating less or doing better, are very, very vague. Another reason that these soft guidelines, soft rules, don't work is that they leave room for you to have to make probably about 200 eating decisions a day because they're not clear. They're not definitive. They're not really telling you what to do. That means that every time you have an eating decision, you're faced with a conflict and you're confused. You're faced with, well, if I eat this, am I being good or bad? How much of this should I eat if I'm trying to eat less? And am I really doing better if I eat this? Can you see how many more choices you have if that's the way you approach it? The conflict arises because you have a desire to do well and you want to feel good about yourself. You're totally well-intentioned. You're trying to do this thing. You're trying to attain a goal. You're trying to do it in the right way. But by having these very soft, vague plans, then the conflict is between the desire to succeed, and the confusion over what you're actually trying to get yourself to do. It's simply not clear. In the moment of the decision, there are still lots of choices. That's the problem with this guideline. First problem is that it's too vague. The second problem is it doesn't make anything easier. It doesn't decide anything for you ahead of time. You still will feel pressure on every eating decision that you make. You're still going to have to negotiate everything you do. Just this one, this little bit won't hurt. What should I do here? It's using up too much of your brain power. And the more that you try to make these decisions in the moment, actually, the less flexibility you really have. You're all caught up in the big process of constantly making eating decisions and hoping that they're the right ones for you. Now, what does actually work? If not being specific enough doesn't work and having too many decisions to still make doesn't work, what does work? What does work is this defining first what success means to you. I want you to look at facts. I want you to look with clarity at where you are and where you want to go. What is the number on the scale It's not good or bad, it's just a number, but what is it and what do you want it to be? Remember, we only do ranges here, a range of weight. We don't ever pick one number because then you're either fail or pass. When you have a range, you're more likely to hit somewhere within that range. I want you to define success. What behaviors do you have to do? Not what do you have to give up, but what are you going to require and ask of yourself? I also want you to define how you'll do it. What are the actual steps you will take? Will you plan your food? Will you write it down? Will you keep track of how hungry you are when you start and when you finish eating? How will you make decisions in the moment? There's so many options for you, but you need to decide ahead of time and you need to figure out exactly what's a yes and what's a no. I want you also to get perspective, that helps. Remember how we always talk about rising above and looking down on what you're doing? I want you to look down the road, look ahead of the road, so that when these eating decisions come up, I want you to be looking for potential roadblocks. We know they're going to come, right? And you know what they are. Because no matter how varied and interesting your life may be, the odds are pretty good that you are making the same decisions over and over again, and you're probably making them in the same situations over and over again. So what actually works is defining what success will look like to you, defining exactly how you will do this, what steps you will take and then rising above and looking for those potential roadblocks so you're not surprised in the moment. So how could you do this better? How could you put your commitments into more specific guidelines that will easily let you say yes or no? Yes, I should eat that. No, I'm going to turn that down. Yes, I should get off the couch. No, I'm going to rest right now. It's so much easier to know the answers to all those questions that you're going to face if you think about them ahead of time, and if you don't keep them vague and unspecified. Number one, get those clear guidelines. What are you going to do? How will you trust yourself? By trust yourself, what I mean is this you're creating guidelines, right? You're the creator. You're the author. There's no rebelling against them. This is how you learn to trust yourself. You decide. If you decide you're going to do something and it doesn't work, that's just feedback for you to go back to the drawing board and make another new decision on what you're going to do instead. When you make all these decisions ahead of time, you're using your higher brain, Think of it as the adult in your life that wants what's best for you, even when your inner child wants what's delicious in the moment. So you're going to set clear guidelines. You're going to learn how to trust yourself. I want everything to be doable and be open to taking advice. Look for guidance where you can. Use the podcast where appropriate but I want you to do something different than you've been doing. Because if you keep doing what you've been doing, you know the old saying, you're going to get results that are exactly what you've been doing. If what you've been doing is in the moment and being vague, you know that's not going to work. If what you've been doing is waiting for the last minute and making 200 food decisions every day, you know that's not going to work either because you will be exhausted from making decisions. And finally, you'll hear yourself saying something that you don't really mean, but that will be something like, oh, I just don't care anymore. You know how that goes. I want you to be exact in what you're going to do. What will you eat? when will you eat it? How will it be eaten? How will it be prepared? How will you get it? How will you prep it? How will you cook it? What exactly are you going to do? So when you're faced in that moment with a yes or no decision, you will know exactly what to do. When it comes to those roadblocks we talked about, you know they're coming, right? I want you to be excited for them to come up because the better you get at dealing with those roadblocks, nothing will phase you. Nothing will throw you off track. Everyone runs into them, but you will become adept at knowing exactly what to do with them. I want you to all know what you're willing to do. I don't want you to make a plan that sounds great and that maybe your mom would be proud of and maybe you would be proud of, but the reality is you're not going to do it. What are you willing to do? Make this plan and then see what happens. When it comes to the moment of decision and following that plan of what you are willing to do, then I want you to pause and assess what's going on. If you're anywhere off track, then just regroup, get that information, get that feedback and regroup. Be flexible, fall down and get back up. Falling down is not the end. Not getting back up is always the end. How you're going to do it is to be really specific. Let's talk about some examples. Instead of saying, I'm going to be good, you could say something like, I'm going to eat no processed food. Listen to how clear that is. Is it black and white? Yes. Does it have to mean for the rest of your life? No. And you can change it, but it will give you a very definitive guideline that will let you say yes or no to what's in front of you. It will make that choice a heck of a lot easier than, I don't know, I'm trying to be good. Instead of saying, I will eat less, you can say something like, I'm going to eat from when I'm a little bit hungry, and I'm going to stop when I'm comfortably, lightly satisfied. And I want you to go back and print out the physical hunger scale. And I want you to not just say, I'm eating when I'm hungry. I want you to quantify it and put an actual number on it so that you're not kidding yourself. If you're hungry, let me hear how hungry you are. If you think you've had enough, let me hear the number. I want you to pay attention to it until it becomes totally natural to you, like somebody who never had an eating issue at all in the first place. Now, instead of saying, I'm going to do better, what does that mean? I want you to truly be more specific. We talked about not eating processed foods. I'm not telling you that you can or can't eat anything, but you have to be honest and decide what foods work for you and what foods don't. If something doesn't work for you, if it makes you feel like there's no way you could stop until it's gone if it promotes weight gain, and if it leads to the next night more of the same and the next night and the next night, something is telling you that that food in your body right now, it's not a good mix. It's not that you can't have it, but is it giving you what you want? So that could be a case where you say, I'm going to say no to chips right now. You're not saying forever, but right now you're making a clear, definitive, instead of vague, I'll do better. I want you to be totally specific, clear guidelines. Here's what I want you to think about this week. When you plan your day or your week, and I hope that you're planning what you're going to eat, I want you to know what your guidelines are. And if you hear yourself thinking something like, oh, I'm just going to be so good this week, that's a red flag, my friend. That's not good enough for you. I want you to be specific. It is not a diet, and you're not going to fall off the diet. It is you making a, a heartfelt plan for yourself trying to give yourself what works for you. Does that mean that you might say no to something? Yes, it does. You know that I believe that self-discipline is a good thing. Self-discipline is caring about yourself enough sometimes to say no to things that you might do or eat or even think if it doesn't make you feel good and it doesn't give you the results that you want. I want you to walk yourself through your week, give yourself 30 or 60 minutes to think about what roadblocks might come up this week. And I want you to visualize just like world-class Olympic athletes do, visualize what will happen. How will it be? How will you think and feel? What will you want to do? And what will you do? Notice how clear I want you to be. I want you to visualize exactly what you're going to do and exactly what you're going to eat. Might you have to change in the moment if something you planned on is not available? Yes, but you're still starting with a smart guideline and that will help you make a decision even if you have to change it and be flexible. Let's remember for this week, be on the lookout for any time that you're vague It's going to lead you down a path that you don't want to go and make sure that your guidelines are clear and crisp and easy to say yes or no to when they come up. And if you hear yourself saying, I'm going to try to be good, I'm going to try to eat less, or I'm going to try to do better, notice those red flags and change them, go in and fix them. I know you can do this. That's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about and focus on for this week. Before you go, I want to just remind you to check the show notes because in them you'll see all the different ways that you can work with me, whether it's my private coaching or my freedom group for emotional eating or the Brain Over Binge group that I do with Katherine Hansen. There are several ways that we can connect, so take a peek over there. Don't forget to grab a copy of my book as my gift to you, if you don't already have one. And I hope to see you back here next week, where we will continue as always to work on this emotional eating and the binge eating step-by-step until they both become something that you used to do, because we both know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.